Hi, I'm Ken Kessler, and welcome to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. If you're new to this podcast, I want to start by saying thanks for joining us. If you're not new, welcome back. Either way, I'm glad you're here. Now, to avoid any confusion, I want to say that there won't be any music played here. This is a place for conversation. I'll talk about Christmas music and some related topics, sometimes by myself and sometimes with guests. If you're looking for music, just go to soundsofchristmas.com and click on the tree or the player on the front page or on the Listen Now page. We play the best variety of Christmas music all year long. Well, except in October, when we play the best variety of Halloween music. This isn't the way I wanted to start this year of podcasts, but I certainly couldn't let Ronnie Spector's passing go by without saying something. She was known as the original bad girl of rock and roll, and that really went for all of the Ronettes, but Ronnie was the one out front. She's the one that really comes to mind when you think of that group and certainly that description. Many have been talking about Ronnie since the news of her passing, sharing anecdotes and memories, and I guess what I'm doing here is pretty much the same. A story I'd heard before, which was repeated when the Ronettes were inducted into the vocal group Hall of Fame, seems like a good place to start. When Ronnie and her sister and her cousin were teenagers, and they weren't being the little ladies that their grandmother thought they should be, they were sent to their room for an indefinite period of time and encouraged to harmonize and sing together. Their grandmother thought maybe that way they'd stay out of trouble. As you can probably guess, they were good. Really good. So good, in fact, that with the encouragement of their grandmother, they went to perform at an amateur night singing contest at the Apollo Theater. They didn't win that night, but they did get a manager who booked them for lots of local appearances. And that's really where things got rolling. Another anecdote following closely on the heels of that one took place on a night in 1961. Ronnie, her sister and cousin were all dressed up for a night out. They were in short skirts, had their hair piled high, and they were standing in line at a club called Joey D's Peppermint Lounge. The manager saw them and he thought they were the trio he had booked to perform that night. So he went out and confronted them and gave them the, what are you doing out here? Come on, get inside, get on stage. People are waiting. And they went along with it. He ushered them into the club, onto the stage, and they performed. Those in attendance loved them, and they were quickly signed to appear at that club regularly. They had been known as the Darling Sisters and then were renamed Ronnie and the Relatives for their first recordings. By the time their second single was released, they were called the Ronettes. There are two different stories about how they connected with Phil Spector. In one story, Ronnie's sister Estelle dialed a wrong number when she was trying to confirm a recording session and wound up talking to Phil, who convinced her to have the Ronettes audition for him. The other story says that a staffer from 16 Magazine introduced Phil Spector to the Ronettes when he was in New York looking for groups to add to his label. I really hope the first one is true, but I don't think we'll ever know for sure. Since this is a Christmas music podcast, I'd like to talk about what happened next as it relates to Christmas music. Most of the rest of Ronnie's story has been on TV and also in her autobiography. And that isn't to suggest that I have some exclusive Christmas music info about her. I just like to focus on Ronnie's Christmas music. First, there was the 1963 release from Phil Spector, A Christmas Gift for You. That featured Phil's signature wall of sound treatment on a bunch of mostly secular Christmas songs. The artists on that record included The Crystals, Darlene Love, Bobby Sox and the Blue Jeans, and, of course, The Ronettes. Frosty the Snowman, Sleigh Ride, and I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus were the three songs performed on that record by The Ronettes. Ironically, 
just a couple weeks ago, the Ronettes version of Sleigh Ride entered the top 10 on the Billboard charts for the very first time, almost 60 years since they'd been in the top 10 at all. In fact, one of Ronnie's last posts on social media was about that. She posted, wow, we are finally back in the top 10 after 58 years. Did you miss us? In the late 1980s, after a bit of a resurgence, thanks to her appearance with Eddie Money on his huge hit, Take Me Home Tonight, Ronnie began her tradition of Ronnie Spector's Christmas Party, an annual concert event held at B.B. King's Blues Club in New York City. A few years after that, she teamed up with Darlene Love for a duet on Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree for the second very special Christmas CD. And a few years after that, she teamed up with Eddie Money once again on his song, Everybody Loves Christmas. Ronnie released a Christmas EP in 2010 called Ronnie Spector's Best Christmas Ever with five songs, which included a cover of It's Christmas Once Again, a song that had been previously covered by Frankie Lyman and Jimmy Rogers. And just a few years ago, Ronnie did a duet with L. King on a new song called Under the Mistletoe. All in all, it's just under a dozen Christmas songs that Ronnie's gifted us over the years. I expect the next Christmas will roll around tinged with a little sadness that she won't be here to enjoy it with us. And I imagine I will look forward to playing all of her songs even more than I usually do. I know there are probably some thinking that 11 Christmas songs isn't that big of a deal. Some artists have more Christmas songs on their very first Christmas album. And that may be true, but Ronnie had something extra. Ronnie had an enormous love of Christmas and Christmas music, much the same as many who listen to this podcast or listen to the Sounds of Christmas Station or both. And you could hear that when you listen to Ronnie sing any of those Christmas songs. A little over two years ago, Joe Lynch at Billboard Magazine wrote an article about Ronnie and her love of Christmas. Ronnie told him, when I get in my car and hear Sleigh Ride and Frosty the Snowman, I get goose pimples. She said, I was a little girl from Spanish Harlem who loved Christmas because at Christmas time, everyone was nice. All of the cashiers were smiling. Christmas meant so much to me growing up. From September, I started counting off on my calendar to December 25th. My father would take me and my sister to Radio City every Christmas, not to ice skate, but to watch people ice skate. And the same thing, we'd look in the windows of Macy's, the windows of Lord and Taylor, but we didn't go in and buy stuff, but just the lights, the snow, the great toys in the window. That's all I needed back then. It was a humble beginning, but I didn't know there were rich people. I just loved my little childhood. It's the most amazing time of the year. It has been heartwarming to see the outpouring of love for Ronnie across social media. My kindest and most heartfelt thoughts and prayers go out to Ronnie, her family, and her many, many friends. I'm grateful that we have such a rich Christmas music legacy from Ronnie and a terrific catalog of non-Christmas music as well. Thanks so much for listening, helping me share some Christmas spirit, and for helping this podcast continue to grow. Since you're listening to this now, you've obviously found us somewhere. But if there's another site you like to use for podcasts, check out our podcast page on our website for the complete list of everywhere you can listen to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. And the website is soundsofchristmas.com. Then just click on the podcast tab. For the Sounds of Christmas station to listen to the music, you'll need to stick with our website or our app in the Google Play Store. If you have comments or suggestions, feel free to reach out to me on social media or through our website. Thanks again, and may you always believe in Santa Claus.